Hey everybody, this is Mr. Art of Noise. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Society. Um, this is not going to be a episode with a number. It's kind of like a bonus episode. As you guys know, um, Sweet Coco is out of the country and um, enjoying her vacation with her family in uh, the lovely island of St. Martin. So she is going to give you guys um, an episode with her mom since we kind of missed the Mother's Day episode. And I'm going to do the same. And here I have my mother, um, Miss Mama Ardenoise. How you doing? This is Miss Mama Ardenoise. <laughs> so um, I'm going to start the show off just like how I start every show off, um, asking my mom how her week was. And so this week um, she had a child-free home because my youngest sister is in Vegas for the month. <laughs> and this week I had a wife-free home. So um, let's talk about that. How was your week and your time without the younger one? Okay, so <laughs> actually, I miss her. Mm-hmm. Um, her room is staying clean because she's not here. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I do miss her. I'm used to her being here. Mm. Um, I don't know what else to say, but I'm ready for her to come home. Um, when did she come home? She come home August 3rd. Actually, okay. August 2nd. Okay. Yeah. So she out there another week or two? Another week and a half. A week and a half. Okay. She's out there another week and a half. Younger Enjoying one. Enjoying herself. Yeah. I am happy that she can enjoy herself because after this, she will be probably going back to school. She mm-hmm. wants to work and she does want to get her driver's license. Yay, yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I am ready. And I know she's probably not ready to go back to school, mm-hmm. but... I've been kind of relaxing, coming home, missing her. Mm-hmm. But at least I can come home. Don't have to worry about cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. It's quiet mm-hmm. And you you get to enjoy your new furniture by yourself for a minute. Yeah. Before she you come home and she's laying on the couch. Without, <laughs> yes, because she's going to be coming here, laying on the couch, stretching out and watching Netflix. Because I know, I know her. I know her. Mm-hmm. So... That's been my kid free for I've been kid free for the last three oh, weeks. Yeah, oh, wow. three weeks. She yeah. out there balling. I heard so she got a little money and she's spending. And me and grandma was talking about and me and sweet Coco too. And you, I think we were saying um, how you go and spend a whole bunch of money at Victoria's Secrets like it ain't a Victoria's Secrets down the street <laughs> from here. <laughs> it's Caesar's Victoria's Secrets. So let me. I guess that's a difference. <laughs> yes, there is. So if you've never been to Vegas, please go. Mm-hmm. If you've never been to Caesars in Vegas, they have remodeled the Caesars um, Victoria's Secret. I want to say... Sorry for the sound in the background. It was relaxing in the new couches. I apologize. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> um, they remodeled it a few years ago, and it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So she has had such a ball to the point where she's like, I'm in Victoria's Secret. And she's like, Ma, I don't want to leave. It's just so pretty in here. And it's big. And it's, and it's big. big. It's upstairs, downstairs, back front. I mean, it is huge. They sell... It's just it's just beautiful. It's really beautiful. So I understand why she likes to be there, mm-hmm. but she needs to stay out of Caesars because Caesars is about it's to get her in trouble. Yeah. Um. It's a upstairs downstairs. Uh, Victoria's Secrets at Tyson's. Tyson's one. 
I don't know if it look. Does it look like that one? I don't know about all that. I just know it's upstairs, downstairs, and it's connected to a pink. Then it might be the same kind. It yeah. may look the same. I haven't been to it, that It one. probably does. I got to get out there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get out there. But... Shit, I shouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, she is having mm. a good time. Mm. Um, I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, got a little money. It's burning a hole in her pocket. Man. She texted me the other day, and she said, Mom, my life is complete because I've been to an In-N-Out. I went to In-N-Out Burger. For those who don't know what In-N-Out Burger is, mm-hmm. it's something out in the West Coast. And she seen it on TV one day, and she said, I want to go. I want to go to the In-N-Out Burger. So she like, Damn, fast food, whatever. <laughs> well, she think it's something big. Yeah. So, But, yes, yeah, so a week and a half, she'll be back and, mm-hmm. and back to reality. For real. <laughs> Same here. Um, I've had a wife-free home. For the entire week, um, my room has also stayed clean <laughs> by not having her there. So oh man, that is perfectly fine. Um, oh, and I had a, a clean bathroom. I cleaned the sinks, <laughs> the tub, and the toilet ain't ain't dirty. Sweet Coco gonna get you. Um, washed the clothes, clothes ain't all over the place. And she hate when I touch her side of the bed, and I touched it, and I cleaned it up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that every time you're not home, and I feel like it's out of order. Um, but um, I miss her too, and I can't wait for her to come back Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, let's see. This week, I hung out with grandma. Uh, she cooked. <laughs> we got our hair cut together. Um, we have the same barber. Yeah, you need to check him out. Um, what else? Uh, I had lunch with one of my best friends from high school. <laughs> we uh chit chatted it up. And other than that, I really been bored. Um I lifted a little bit. Um Lyft had this thing. You lift uh ten times in a row before Thursday. Didn't happen. And you get an extra hundred. Lifting is so oversaturated in DC. It's 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 unbelievable. Uh I had five people cancel on me back to back. Like it, even after they called? Yeah. It popped up and it texted me. They canceled and it popped up again. Text canceled five back to back. You took too long to get there. No, <laughs> and this was bu- it was busy. Actually, this was Monday when I dropped Coco off to work. I drove her to work to get to DC in the morning because it's like a power hour, like mm-hmm. where you get extra money and you is you know a lot of people who need rides to get to work or whatever. And all five just pop, 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 all deleted. So hmm. I don't know what's up with that, but that made it harder. I didn't get the ten rides; I only got the six, and I gave up. And then they sent me another um, thing Friday. So for Friday to Sunday, if you get thirty rides, if I didn't get ten. I wasn't getting thirty. You get an extra two hundred ninety-five dollars. I guess I wasn't hustling hard enough. No, you wasn't hustling because <laughs> I can't imagine no one doing thirty. Because you said thirty, 30 rides, rides in how many days? Three days. Hell no. Mm-mm. Ten rides a day. Shit, no, it's not gonna happen. I'll be in the car all day. I can't lift full time. I just when I got to my sixth ride and I couldn't get to ten, I said, I fuck this shit. I'm not getting <laughs> I can't do this full time. This is my but back you, start hurting. Trying. Yeah, I try. Your back start hurting, boy. You, you sitting there for five hours and don't nobody wanna ride nowhere. Shit. Yeah, back. I got a little pillow on my back and I got a little pillow for my neck. And that shit don't work when you, you sit like an old man. I don't give a fuck. 
That shit hurt. Sound like an old man. When we went to Atlanta, um, driving 10 hours straight. Fuck that. I didn't stop. That shit hurt. And then we got to Atlanta, and I was driving the whole time, and then drove right back two days later. That was over 30 hours. I'm done. <laughs> so I know I can't do five. I mean, without like taking a serious break, it is, it's horrible. It's like a regular job, like driving Metro or something like yeah, that. Yeah, when you got to sit down all sit down damn all day. day. That's what Pop-Op do. I'll talk to him in another episode. <laughs> but yeah, he used to drive the bus. Um, okay, so... We have a really good, nice, long show for you guys, and we're going to hop into um, some history, history <laughs> time with mom, and then um, after that, we're going to talk into, uh, hop into two other subjects, um, <clears throat> but we'll get there. So, I will start off by saying in two days is one more month until my birthday. So, we're recording this on a Saturday, and mm-hmm. the 23rd is what, Monday. Today is yeah, so Monday it'll be a uh, 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted to hear your story, um, the history of time before my life. And I kind of was like thinking, where should we start? But um, we were talking recently, um, a few weeks ago, about pop-up and grandma meeting and everything. And I kind of wanted to start like a little bit like your transition from Jersey to Maryland. Okay. And... um. Because I feel like I'm almost 28, guys, and I'm just finding out a lot about, like, my history of my family, and I find it so intriguing, and I really want to take advantage of knowing as much as I can to keep passing it down to my future children and their future children. I feel like um, the a lot of black communities and families, we miss the bar somewhere on our history. And, I mean, even due to slavery, it's a lot that we just not going to get. So the only way to start that is talk to your grandparents. If you're you know, lucky enough to have them, talk to your parents and just hear their story because their story is history, too. You know, it all matters. You want to know where we all came from and uh, who's related. It, it really matters to me. I don't know if it matters to y'all, but it matters to me. Um, so, yeah, let's start with uh, we can start with Jersey to Maryland. So I guess your childhood and where you was shifting down here. Okay, so my mom and dad, their meeting was, I guess I'm not going to get into how they met. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go I know ahead. that story now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I'm going to go a little bit past that. Mm-hmm. So when my mom and dad met, they were living in D.C. Mm-hmm. And um, when they first met, I'm sorry, let me take that back. When they first met, my dad was living in Philly. My mom at the time, I think she was in Philly also. And when they met, long story, they met, they didn't realize they both were from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. 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 So, so that's not why. To cut, not to cut you. So they mm-hmm. both originated in Philadelphia. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because um, I thought Salisbury. So I well, was I'm getting to that. Okay. So, um, which actually they need to get to that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the, I'll say from. The time that I came, it, they were both from Philly. Okay. Okay. So at some point in time, my mom did live in Salisbury, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, they got married eventually. Mm-hmm. I didn't find that out till later. I thought they were married when they had me, but unfortunately, they weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad, 
after I was born, I guess I was probably about four, they took me, my dad took me to Jersey. So I lived in Jersey from the time I was four to the time I was 12. Mm. At 12 years old, I decided, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to live with my mom. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why my mom, well, my mother told me the reason why she didn't come back and get me is because she went through the same thing as a child. My grandparents had my mother going back and forth from Philadelphia to Salisbury, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And she did not want that for me. Okay. So she said, okay, he took her, but I'm going to leave her there. Okay. And I can respect her decision because I got to realize my mother was in her 20s. So sometimes when you, you're young, you don't, you know, you're thinking you're doing the right thing or whatever, but whatever reason, she decided to leave me there. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay experience, rather not get into that, but I decided to, right around 12 years old, I decided, you know what, I need my mom. Mm -hmm. So I decided to move back to D.C. And it's been fine ever since. Mm -hmm. I still continue to have a relationship with my dad for a while. You know, it's kind of off and on now. We're older. I'm set in my ways. He's set in his ways. <laughs> and then I still ain't call him this week. I just didn't. Oh, you still didn't call him? <laughs> no. okay. I ain't had the, the means to go see him because I got my brakes fixed this morning. So okay, I, so like, he was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, I grew up, mm-hmm. and um, my mom did the best she could with what she had, and actually, she did a may she did a good job magnificent job because she's always had the house yeah she pretty much i mean when i moved to dc we were living in an apartment Mm -hmm. on ninth street in southeast Mm -hmm. i wasn't there the whole i moved in the summertime Mm -hmm. by the time september came around i was out my mom had bought a house and i guess she was like you know i want my daughter to have a home Mm -hmm. and i appreciate that and of course she wanted to be in a home so um, from there, uh, in 38 years it's been, yep. she's still living in that same mm-hmm. house. And um, it's good memories there, very good memories there. Um, when I was about 21, I met Ardenoy's dad. Okay. <laughs> good segue to the next part. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so when I met him, I met him on the subway. I mean, you meet people anywhere. That's how Grandma and Papa met on the bus. <laughs> I never even thought about that. That's how you meet people. It's, oh, but that's you, so cute. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Ew. That's so cute. <laughs> well, yeah. actually, I mean, you meet people in the grocery store. You meet uh-huh. people everywhere. So, I mean, it just happened to be on the subway. So, yeah. my, Well, to a long story short, Monsa, she left his ass on the subway. Oh, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> So, um, was was the green line? I don't remember the damn line we was on. <laughs> shit, it doesn't even fucking matter. Oh, but, um, we met. It was, it really wasn't a good relationship. I don't know other none than, of this. Other, of course, you weren't around. <laughs> other than the fact that, um, my baby came through this relationship. Yeah. Um, he told me he wanted a child. Mm. I gave it to him. He changed his mind. That's basically the issue. That was just basically it. So um, 
we were living together for a little while. We lived in Oxon Hill for a little while. Mm-hmm. I lived there first. He moved in. He stayed for a few months. I got pregnant. And, and then he left. Mm-hmm. So after he left, um, I was like, fine. I'm going to just do this by myself. And that's what I chose to do. Um, it was hard. I had my mom's help, mm-hmm. but it was still kind of hard. And I had good friends behind me pushing me all the way. And I guess uh, my friends, <laughs> um, they always were good to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my good friends, after I had some issues with babysitting, ish, babysitting issues with him, mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. She babysitted for me for a little while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we still talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. Talk my dad on my birthday. I want my yeah. mommy. <laughs> so, um, and I did the best I could to raise him. Um, and I was just telling him just here earlier today, it took me till he was 24 before I realized that God kept his dad out of my life, out of his life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because I have set some serious, I've had some serious shit that I wanted to talk to my son about, and I chose to tell him in an early age. So, yeah, he was about eight. And I said, just because you have a don't have a father in your life doesn't mean you can go out here and act like a damn fool. I'm raising you right you eating every day, got a roof over your head. So if you want to go out here, and I said this when he was eight, mm-hmm. if you want to go out there and act like a damn fool, I'm not coming to visit you in jail. I'm not, you're not being raised that way. You ain't in the ghetto or nothing like that. You are being raised right. Even people in the ghetto can raise their kids right. Mm-hmm. So if you know you know what you you know what you're supposed to do. So, um, and granted, I did have some good friends in my life that helped me out. Even if even if it was just giving me good advice, and I appreciate that. Even my friends that didn't have kids at the time, they just wanted to kick Leon. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. But anyway, <laughs> I ain't gonna mention no days, but they wanted to kick his ass. But they even admit that you know you really did a good job. What, what little did I have? You know, I didn't go to college or anything like that. I always worked, and. I felt like if I got up and go to work every day, then he would see that and that would be instilled in him that this is how you live your life. You get up, you go to work every day, and you pay your bills and be a responsible person. Mm-hmm. So um, he's an adult now, college. He went to college. I'm so proud of my baby. Mm-hmm. Um, house, wife. Waiting on that grandbaby. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Waiting on my grandbaby. And, you know, it's hard out here. I know it is. And I I know it's a lot of times that he was coming up, that he was um, upset because things wasn't going his way. But I try to instill in him that you just got to keep on pushing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not living in the street or anything like that. You you just have to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, still, hmm, still, I got, an, I have another child. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, 
things are a little easier. Mm-hmm. So I, it's hard to explain to her what I went through what with mean? my first mm-hmm. one. She doesn't understand. Um, More so because my sister still has her father in her life. Um, yes. He's very much present, you know, compared to mine. Oh, he was just totally not It's alive. still, yeah, it's, it's just complete 360 of a... And I can't even tell you if uh, his father's dead or alive right now, other than the fact that I guess I would get a phone call from his family members. Because one thing I can say, Mm. um, besides his grandmother on his dad's side, it's a few of his family members that really stuck by me, and I really appreciate that. Mm. Um, Really stuck by me. I can call them. One particular, one of his uncles, mm-hmm. I can call him and say, hey, what's going on? He'll be like, okay, let me tell you what my brother's doing, blah, blah, blah. And I, sometimes I would even call him and say, I know that's your brother. I know that's your twin brother, but I need to know X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, let me tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I, he said, I tell my brother all the time, you have missed out on such a good kid. Um, <sighs> but I'm telling you, people, you cannot... Use not having a father in your life as an excuse to fuck up. You mm-hmm. can't do it. Um, it's so fucking cliche. It's mm-hmm. a cliche. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, and I, I just don't understand that. But he's turned out really good. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of both of my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I am divorced now from my mm-hmm. daughter's father, mm-hmm. and I think she's okay. I come from a divorced family. Mm-hmm. My son didn't have his dad, and now my daughter has the same. She's in the same boat. She's yeah, just a little different, different dynamic because yeah. her dad is still around. I would never tell her. I tell him, "Oh, you can't be around your kid." I never would do right. that. So, um, it's a lot to talk about. Far as how he came about, mm-hmm. many little stories here and there. Mm-hmm. Um. How long would you say that y'all even dated? Oh, God. <laughs> Me and Leon dated. Oh, God. October. I got pregnant in November. He moved out in December. Oh, God damn. Less than three months. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. But I got a beautiful child out of it. <laughs> I know. I got a beautiful child out of it. Mm. Um, We all, I'm not saying my son was a mistake. He ain't a mistake Mm -hmm. because we planned it because we both said we wanted a child, but I think I went about it. We both went about it the wrong way. I went about it the wrong way, and the person that I chose was Mm. not the right person. Kind of like you just like that uh, fall in love honeymoon honeymoon stage was real fast in your relationship yeah it was real fast Mm -hmm. um you know sometimes you know it in the back of your mind that this shit ain't right Mm -hmm. that you do it anyway Mm -hmm. i'm young i'm dumb and you know the rest Mm -hmm. um and i knew it i knew it but i was hoping against all hope that maybe things would work out but i gotta realize when you're in your early 20s the chances of that happening is kind of it's slim, especially it's it's, it's slim, especially because I didn't know that y'all knew each other for such a short time. I thought there was a lot more. Like I, I honestly thought y'all went to school together. No, I don't even know. no, we didn't go to school together. Mm. Um, he's a year younger than me, mm-hmm. and now he's just a miserable person. Mm, and 
Yeah, but it shouldn't have taken me till you were 24 before I understood there was a reason why. And when I say that it was a reason why you, it was a reason why he, you should have, that he stayed, that I think he should have stayed away. The reason is, is because I think that he would have been a bad influence. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is that, um, he told me one day that I would tell him that he didn't have to go to college. Okay. So that's a bad thing. It's nothing wrong with not going to college, but if your child wants to go to college, then you need to make a way for him to go to college. And he had an opportunity to do that, and he was going to try to take that away from my son, but God saw it a different way. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, he doesn't work. He lives off the system. Um, and these are the things that I would have never wanted for my son. I want him to know that hard work builds character. And he had no character. So if I had allowed him to really be around, if he chose to be around with that negative energy, there is no telling where my son would have ended up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Typical was, dead or in jail shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the typical mm-hmm. thing. And I, don't, I didn't want that for him. So I am so glad. That he stayed away. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he he did he did me a favor. He did my son a favor. I just didn't realize it at the time. Mm-hmm. And one day I just woke up and I was like, you know what? Hmm. This is real. This this is what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. He wasn't supposed to be around. He wasn't supposed to put in his bad influence on my child. When I'm trying to teach him one thing, he would have been trying to teach him another thing. Who tells their kid? Don't do that. Don't go to college. Like, don't better yourself. Right. I don't want him in his life telling him stuff like that. Mm. So it just, I'm sorry, it took me so long to realize that I always wanted him to have his dad. I wanted him to be around. But if he wasn't going to be around in a positive way, then he didn't need to be around. Mm. So one of my friends she said the same thing and I never understood why she said, I'm glad that God kept him, kept them away from my kids. And I never, matter of fact, I didn't understand it. And sometimes I didn't even like hearing her say that, Mm -hmm. but now sometimes take you a little longer to really get it, understand it. So just don't click yet. (laughs) I would get so mad with her sometimes. Why is she saying that? She will, she should want him to be around. But when I look at it, you know what? She was right. No, she was right Mm -hmm. because he wasn't a good influence to be around her kids. Mm -hmm. So that's why she was like, I prayed him away. And I used to get so mad when she would say that. But I get it now. Mm -hmm. I get it. You don't want no negative energy around your kids. I'm trying to teach him one thing and you're undermining. I don't want nobody undermining my child. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm doing something wrong, then God will tell me you're doing something wrong. I don't I don't want anyone in his life telling him this negative stuff and, you know, treating women bad or any of that stuff. I didn't want that for you. So um, we were talking a little earlier about communication and I kind of want to ask, do you think um, with the wisdom that you know now, I wish <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, do you wish you knew it back then so that maybe a maybe he could understand you better? You know, communication and relationships. Do you think it? If you knew what you knew now, um, would you be able to go back and just try to get his mind on the right page, or 
Kind of. If I knew what I knew now, you would have had a different father. Skr, skr. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> it okay. wouldn't have been him. Yeah. Well, I guess um, I'm trying to see how else can I ask this. Um, we know communication and relationships is important. Um, damn. I, no, I guess you answered the question. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's probably right. Oh, I had somebody in mind now. The person he thought. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going there. God damn it. <laughs> so the person he thought that was. My daddy. His dad. Oh, God. <laughs> okay so there was someone that i was deeply in love with in my early 20s um was oh, this the black guy you know what i'm talking about i never dated anyone other than black what do you mean his, his name is uh your current boyfriend's name was that guy no okay never mind i'm just trying to figure out who it was without put- it was bobby Oh, okay. I didn't think he's gonna use his name, but yeah, I, mean, I like he, Bobby. It's gonna make no difference. Oh, okay, I like. He ain't Bobby. never gonna hear this. Okay, well, not that I know of, yeah. but it was. Yeah, you never know who the show can reach, man. What's up, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it was it was it was Bobby. So like Bobby. he thought that that was his dad, mm-hmm. and I said, if he was his father, I wouldn't even give you a second thought. I wouldn't even be having this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even call you. Well, I mean, why are we having this conversation? Because I wouldn't even have it if I if that was his father. So he did think he thought Bobby was your mm-hmm. father. Um, that's a whole nother. That's subject. a whole another story. That's a whole, that's another hour somewhere yeah, else. That's a whole another <laughs> subject. Far as my life is concerned, mm-hmm. um, I it's another subject. Mm-hmm. But no, he wasn't. I wish that he was. But he wasn't. I this is. I didn't choose right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but actually, it all turned out. It all turned out for the best. Mm-hmm. You're here. You're still here. And I pray for you every day. I make. I pray for your safety. I pray for you all the time. I pray for my both of my children. As a matter of fact, so. Um, I'm just glad that he didn't have that influence on you. I remember one day when you were about, I want to say five. Yeah, about five. And you came to me and asked me, does my daddy love me? I don't remember this. Okay. All right. I'm well, great. no, that's good because I'm um, hopping into ages, uh, age that I can't remember. So go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you said, does my daddy love me? And I'm going to tell you what happened. And this is going to tick off a couple of people that don't know the story. Mm-hmm. But um, his dad sent him a picture, Christmas picture, with him and his other child. And it's standing in front of a Christmas tree with thousands and thousands of gifts under it. You don't send a child that you're not spending time with or taking care of a picture of you and your other child in front of a Christmas tree with, and I'm not exaggerating. I was five? You was about five. Oh, I definitely don't remember this. Okay. And the picture, I mean, the tree was humongous. It was was a couple hundred packages underneath that tree. Hmm. And you showed me the picture and you said, why doesn't my daddy love me? Hmm. And I said, okay, for the moms out there, let me tell you something. The one thing you don't do you don't ever say anything negative. You let your child figure it out on his own or her own. 
So what I told him, I said, is, what did I, how did I put this? I said, I think he loves you. He just doesn't know how to show it. You got to be creative with your child. Mm. You can't just... Or oh, that nigga don't motherfucking love you. He just an <laughs> asshole. You can't, you can't say shit like that. Yeah, you can't say shit like that. No, fuck me up if I was five years old. That nigga don't motherfucking love you. You can't. I'm telling you, moms, and this goes for um, especially as black moms. It's not a good idea to go around telling your kids that your daddy ain't shit. You don't say shit like that. Mm. You try to be creative. You have to find it in your heart. To, you have to muster up something as fucked up as he is. You have to muster up something in your heart to say to your child. You let your child figure out he's a no-good motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you got to let your kid figure that out when they get older. You cannot tell them that because I'm going to tell you, if you do that, your child will resent you. I promise you they will resent you if you do something like that. So basically what I told him, I said, he loves you, but I think he just don't know how to love you. That's what I told you. Mm. And Oh, shit. And by, by at least a good seven or eight, I figured it out. Yeah, I mean, you figured it yeah. out. So it ain't, take, it ain't take long to know, like, okay, that yes, nigga just don't care. Yeah, he wasn't coming around. Yeah, because he wasn't coming around. So, and... Maybe I was right by saying maybe he loves you. He just doesn't know how until that infamous day on Facebook. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I can, you want me to take that one over? Mm-hmm, okay, <laughs> I'll finish it off. Yeah, you can finish it off. Okay, so um, yeah, I gotta finish it off because I had few choice words. Ooh, but we 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 skipping the timeline a lot. Um, so I'm gonna put a little bit in the middle. Um, so from that time that I don't remember that five year old moment. Um. There were maybe, uh, I can count on one hand, two or three times where I went over his house, spent the night, uh, spent time with my brother, um, and, uh, you know, the weekends, you know, I'm going to come pick you up, but, you know. I don't know what that weekend never came. That weekend came once. This is a bad weekend, bro. Um, (laughs) But, no, I mean, it came once every other couple years, um, and then it stopped. And then, like, you know, like I said, that was before 10 um and then we can go on this for a long time yeah i know because okay so the facebook incident um to fast forward i was an adult i just started working for the lux i maybe i've been at the lux for like two years and um been long? maybe a year or two i thought you were just i was still in college okay and i was working for yeah, the lux were. in college okay. yeah because I, I i know because when i posted this um some of my friends who i spoke to a lot um, were common and, and you know in it support got it, it got yeah ugly. yeah so actually what I said um was uh huh it was I remember because I remember the comment okay go yeah ahead. so I said that um and this is the time you know I just got my job at Deluxe I was really happy um I was uh sharing the benefits of it with my family and getting everybody getting every <laughs> giving everybody luck stuff and this that and the third and what I said on Facebook is um. Something of the sort of I wish that my I could uh, rock matching outfits mm-hmm. with my dad and um, cause um not really I wasn't really shooting them down I was just in a moment where I was like you know I wish he was here to share this moment with me because my grandmother my mother my friends classmates everybody was like 
he working there. He started off as an intern. He got a job, and it just looked really good. Mm, I was so proud. Yeah, of you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then um, you know, after all of that love, you know, I had my moments where I was like, damn, I wish he was one who could share this with me because we could be rock rocking matching hats and shirts and you know, little dumb shit. So I don't know how he saw the post that I put on Facebook. Somebody showed it to him. Somebody had to show it to him. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think it was my brother. I don't know how because I didn't follow him. It probably might have been um his brother. But and he maybe he was probably showing him in a way of, man, your son is doing good, you fucking up. Exactly. And he was. And mm-hmm. he's he said that to, and he has his brother has said that to him several times. He says it to him all the time, man, you don't realize what you've missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did miss out. So um, that was his last reminder from, I guess, I'm assuming his brother. Um, yeah, we're not sure. We're not sure how that happened. But he inboxed me and um, hmm. got to telling me, you know, I'm doing just fine with the son I wanted. And um, all of this is still in Facebook. Like, these pictures are still live. He, he said, I chose the one I wanted. You weren't the one I wanted. And I got it with who I wanted with, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that bastard said that. Yeah, to me. May he rot in hell. <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> was probably soon half dead bastard. <laughs> um, but anyways. <laughs> um, oh, God, forgive me. <laughs> but, um, but no, after he sent that, of course, I kind of went into like a, a small depression. Like, damn, bro. Like, I felt, I guess, that little five-year-old came back out. Like, damn, mm-hmm. does he love me? And, um. That really fucked me up. But uh, where was it going with that? But yeah, so that happened. And he, he told me all of that. And um, and you reposted it on Facebook. Yeah, I reposted it. Um, he inboxed him. And mm-hmm. then he snapshot it, reposted it on oh, Facebook. And, I, and I, everybody, my oh, f- I was at work when this happened. Oh, but hold on. So before you go there, um, his brother said something my brother said something which really irked me and i think his sister said something um but was really out of all three my brother had commented and said um oh but don't you remember coming over and spending spending the night sometimes Nigga, that was one time a couple times <laughs> bitch that was before i was 10 i'm in my 20s yeah, <laughs> like, what I are mean, you talking you about saying it like you saying you it like it you see his no good bastard ass every fucking day, and you gonna you gonna chop it down to oh well, damn you spent you spend the night a, on, yeah you, you spent spend the, the weekend weekend over here. I mean, are you fucking serious, kid? Come on. Yeah, that one irked me. And um, at, to wrap wrap it up as as, as and put it in a nutshell, that is where our relationship, you know, is and was. It's just it dwindled and dwindled down after oh, well, that. Let me say what I had to say. Oh yeah, go ahead. So. That was on a Friday, Thursday or Friday. Shit, I don't remember. Yeah, all that. I remember. <laughs> God damn. So it was going towards the weekend. Mm. So I want to say probably by and for whatever reason, hmm, I happened to have that weekend off, which was probably good because I needed to fester this shit. After reading what he wrote. Yeah, after reading what he wrote. So what I did is I inboxed him. Mm. Um, I don't have the letter around here right now, but basically what I told him, he's a no good bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, and some of the things he said to Artanoise, he said, um, oh, my mother, what did he say? My, mm. my mother, um, oh, 
I know what it was. I asked his mom. This is when I first started my job. I said, to watch, people to watch I said, could you watch him for me because I have to go to work? So I wanted to drop him off like on a Friday. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll pick him up on Saturday after I get off from work. Mm -hmm. And she told me that, well, she accused me. No. Well, yeah, she did. She accused me of going out clubbing. Mm -hmm. I was like, me clubbing? I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going out to a club I'm going to work. Club, make this money. <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking some ass, all right. <laughs> but I'm my mother's not a stripper. Don't take that wrong. <laughs> but back to the show. Um, <laughs> but I was going to work, and I had to be to work like really early in the morning. So mm -hmm. I figured if I dropped them off on Friday, mm -hmm. I'll come back Saturday and pick them up. She said, "I don't watch my kids. Kids like he wasn't her grandchild." Mm -hmm. I was like, "Really." Um, so I'm not going to watch yours. So basically what he said to, to him in this, when he inboxed him, we were talking, he was talking about that, that mm -hmm. I cussed his mother out and oh, I took, yeah, yeah, that I cussed her out and that, um, I lied to her and said, I wanted to, um, go to a club that I said I wanted. Now, how am I going to call his mama and say, I want to go to a club. Can I go, can I drop him off? I would... I you said, got other options I before said, you would come time, to her ass. Well, see, at the time I did have other options. Situation. Um, he has a godmother and god family that would have took him. I could have went to hell and back, drop him off here first. That's mm -hmm. how it was. So I wrote him. I wrote him a very long note. Then I inboxed him, mm. and I just I let his ass have it. Mm. He never responded. Well, I. I think I blocked him before he could respond. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I did. Um, so that really got ugly. But this way, he was able to see the type of person he really was. And I do apologize for choosing him as your father. I do. But. No, no need to apologize. It's all a lesson of how not to father a child. So, actually, it's a good thing. I mean. Of course, it could have been Bobby, <laughs> but uh, and I mean, and you know, the dynamic of you know my life could have been different, but it who knows? Been very different. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, what I learned from this situation, you don't learn that nowhere else. You know, mm -mm. no, because um, now it's it's well, I know what you will do. Mm -hmm. You're married now, and you'll have a child, and you will be the best damn father there is. I'll try. Yeah, you are gonna be. Y'all think you're gonna be a little hard, so mm -hmm. I might have to go over there and uh protect my grandchild from several ass beatings. But anyway, I think No comment. <laughs> but I do believe that you will be a good father. You'll take what you've learned in your life and say, This is what I won't do. Even if mm -hmm. Lord forbid this ain't gonna happen. But Lord forbid if something happened between you and sweet Coco, mm -hmm. um, I think that you will be able to step in and be the father that you're supposed to be. You will not do that bullshit that he did. Mm -hmm. No, you ain't going to do that. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm, I know that. So I'm not even worried about that. But sometimes you have to take a negative and turn it into a positive. True. Yeah. And then um, before we wrap it all up, um, just to touch on that one more time with communicating in relationships, um, me and sweet Coco got a really good um just you know 
we're we're still working day to day on our communicating skills, but I mean it it works. I don't know. I mean we got a lot of years ahead of us to, you know, perfect it, but um we're in a really good spot. So I really, you know, love that about her. We may not agree on everything, but we can agree to disagree on some things and we come to the same conclusions on other things. So but I know that that will definitely help this relationship flourish is our communication skills and um I don't know. So yeah. Yeah, well with communicating in relationships, um, this is, turns into something else. You both have to talk, you both have to listen to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you feel like you have to go to counseling, mm-hmm. do that. Don't give up so easily, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but you both have to listen to each other. You both have to shut up <laughs> and just listen. Mm-hmm. And then maybe later on, and I know we all do this, we think, we think, we think hard. But you need to think, what is it that I can do to change this? Mm. If somebody's asking you to do something that's reasonable, then you need to try. At least try to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of relationships break up due to not having that good communication and when someone is communicating to you and telling you their feelings, you need to take it into consideration. Mm-hmm. If you feel like that, okay, this is not working, um, I want out or whatever, then you need to consult counsel. Mm-hmm. Um, don't give up so easily because it ain't nothing out here. It ain't. And if you got that person and you've been with them for a while, just sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we all set in our ways and that does become a problem, but um, you really need to consider the other person's feelings. You need to consider what they're telling you because if you sit down and really think about it and you know it makes sense what they're telling you, mm-hmm. then you really need to consider it. Yeah. You know, don't be so closed-minded. Um, I'm going to do what I want to do because um, if you're in a relationship or you're in a marriage, the single life is over. Mm-hmm. You can't live your life like you're single. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you don't want to keep making the same mistakes over and over. Just sit down and talk. Um, unfortunately, I am divorced. Um, it is what it is. <clears throat> um, I tried to yeah, talk, yeah, exactly. but I knew what I was getting into was not going to work. I kn- Sometimes you know. Sometimes you just got to give up. Yeah. But you really got to make sure that's what you want. And I, I think that you, you, 15 years is a long time in your life. Mm-hmm. And you we know, were married you, that long. We were married for a long. I was married for a long time. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I do realize that <clears throat> um, I knew at the end this is not something that I could um, stick with. Um, and especially when you have other children into the relationship like I did. If the person can't accept your children, that is a definite Mm no-no. You can't. If you have a child, it's a package deal. Um, I am in a relationship right now, and I wish, (laughs) this is crazy, but I wish I was with him prior to who I was with now only because of the relationship that my son has with this person. Mm -hmm. Um, I love their relationship. And 
that's the type of relationship I want to have with someone having that kind of relationship with my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if my kids don't approve, then there's a problem, Hmm. you know, and y'all get along really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, y'all get along. That's Kappa Daddy. (laughs) Yeah, Kappa Daddy. Yeah, Kappa. (laughs) Well, they do. And I wish that, I do wish that my husband would have had that type of relationship with my son. But um, unfortunately, I think he just didn't know how to do it. Um, Because even at 12, it's like another adult coming into the house. You know, and um, I think that's where we clashed is we, you know, he was setting his ways. He was already an adult, but I'm already growing into my own self as an adult. Mm-hmm. And that's two men in the house. That's yeah. probably how he saw it, you know, to not to because we did have some issues. But, you know, thinking about it later, even thinking it, about it in this conversation, because I've mm-hmm. never said that out loud until right now. But that's probably how he saw it as um, I, I shouldn't have been a threat. To you, but um, it was probably threatening because I was I was grown. I I was, you know, I was. um, Yeah, but you were so respectful. Um, I have never in any of my relationships since I've had a child, my first child. Mm -hmm. Every relationship that I've had, they always spoke very highly of you. Mm -hmm. So when I got into a relationship. And he didn't feel that way. It was that kind of should have been a sign. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it was a sign. But I was hoping it would get better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is it? I, this is not the reaction I would get from other mm-hmm. other guys that I've dated in the past. They're like, man, he's that's my man right there. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's he cool. But this relationship was like he felt threatened. Was threatened. And I'm like. Like, bro, I'm twelve. What you mean? I'm like, yeah, he's not. What do you? What do you? He's he's my son. He's my son, not my man. That's that's the way he kind of acted. You think? Yeah. And um, it was just, I felt really, I felt kind of, it just felt, it felt icky for him to think like that. I I don't know how to even explain it. On the weekends when you be off, I come in your room and we watch good times in the bed. And he kind of look at me like, why am I in the bed? Because I'm in the bed with my mom watching TV. Shut up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's what we all do. Remember when, remember when we was in New Jersey? Yeah. And all, I mean, okay, so most families, well, mine anyway, mm. if we're in the bedroom, we're all in the bed. Mm-hmm. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm we under the. There watching TV. We're all, where, what was we watching that day? I don't know. Some reality. Boondocks. Oh That's yeah, because it was your cousin, your sister. I don't want you. Know yeah, that. yeah. So we're all in the bed, laying, watching TV, and he says to my cousin's husband, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "You okay with that?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Why is why is all of them in the bed like that?" And he's like, "I mean, everybody was in, in the, the bed. bed. Everybody." Uh. 
everybody and the kids and everybody the everybody kids. we was all in the we room all, i mean we, i mean i was the only one of the covers because my cousin keeps it so damn cold yeah. got 99 fans blowing but yeah. <laughs> anyway i was under the covers but everybody else was kind of laying like all across the bed on top of the bed and we were sitting mm-hmm. there watching tv she and had a bed about your size yeah it's a king yeah. size bed the so california king i think hers is might be bigger than mine longer than mine yeah, anyway. yeah. and um she has Three children. They were all in the room. A California king can fit eight people comfortably. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're sitting there watching TV, and he gives us all this creepy look. look like, what kind of crap is that? All y'all laying in the bed, bro. We family. Yeah. It's we all family. Nigga, we ain't here touching each other. <laughs> this is wait a minute. This is what we do. And he just was like, so I was like, you know what? You weird. I, yeah, you the weird you're one. Weird. We're, we're we're cool. You're the weird one. You the weird one. <laughs> but, but um, I well to be honest with you, when you start seeing things right from the beginning mm-hmm. that something is wrong, then you need to go with your first instinct. Because if you don't, you end up divorced like I did. I saw this stuff coming. I mean, so many stories. He didn't even want me to talk to my male cousins, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So you mm-hmm. before you get into a marriage with somebody, you need to have a conversation about certain things. Yeah. And even though I saw it, I ignored it. I hoped that it would go away, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. And it just got progressively worse as the marriage went on. I couldn't, he didn't want me to have company. I like to entertain mm-hmm. parties. He didn't want all the people in the house. And these are the things that um, I kind of knew, but I just kind of just said, you know, no, whatever. it's whatever. Yeah. He'll get over it. Yeah. He never got over it. Mm-hmm. So here we are. He was probably having an anxiety attack when um, my 18th birthday before I went to college. All them damn people that showed up. I had over 150 people in there. <laughs> in this house that, I mean, this we had plenty house. We had plenty of land on the house. And, I mean, inside and out, yeah, it was probably 150 people. Yeah, I mean, upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> downstairs yeah. Um, kids in all yeah. the bedrooms. Uh, I mean, my I sister's had... room was full of little kids. My room was full of the bigger kids I mean, and, and teenagers. I had family from Ohio. I had family from New Jersey. And the basement was big. Um, I, that's the biggest party. Usually when I have a party, I I have issues. People don't ever show up. But this one, I had everybody I invited came. Oh, that nigga going to college? I'm coming. That's what that said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coming. Angie did it. So anyway, um, I just had, and I loved having people there, but that was not his thing. Mm. It just, he was like, it's just too many people in here. I can't deal with it. And I was just loving it. Shit, stand outside on that space. You good. And people were outside. We did have to put some people some outside. People outside. I mean, even best friends, fam, my best friend's families and stuff were there. And whole family. Their whole, her whole family was there. So yeah. he just felt, I don't know what he, he just felt like, mm-hmm. I don't want these people here. So anyway. Mm-hmm. In relationships, back to the relationships, because yeah, that was just my issue with my relationship. You need to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, had I really, really listened, and I mean listen, listen, 
I would have known that this wasn't for me. But it did bring out my beautiful daughter. I love her. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade her for the world. And, yes, I would do it again if I knew it was for her. Mm -hmm. I would. That's Mm -hmm. good. I think that was a good talk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So um, we also got another topic here Um, after that little bit of history about, let me see how much time we got. Oh, five minutes. Okay. So we're going to pause here and hop right back into our next episode or our next uh, segment of this episode. Give us one second, guys. Okay, guys, this is segment two. Still here with Mama Art of Noise. And um, so... I hope you guys enjoyed that first hour. <laughs> we did not expect to go that quite long, but um, we're still going. So um, a while ago, we had gotten to another conversation. Um, I think it was about work and being unapologetically black and loving ourselves. And I kind of wanted to talk, you know, touch on that subject um, with my mom and see, you know, where we go with this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so first I wanted to ask you, how do you define being unapologetically black? In this day and time, um, especially with all that's been going on, it just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be proud of who we are. Mm-hmm. When I say unapologetically black, I'm not saying it right. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean you will dislike another culture, mm-hmm. okay? You can be proud of yourself only because you didn't have a choice in it. Mm-hmm. But just be proud of who you are. Um, just be proud of yourself, but not in a way where you have to down somebody else is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody stepped to you, that's another race, which I don't know how often that happens to anybody. Um, you don't have to act like a fool well depending on the situation (laughs) um sometimes you got to put somebody in their place but some other times you can turn your cheek and be like man you just a dumbass sometimes they're they're not worth it Mm -hmm. and um like i said what all is going on and stuff sometimes as black people we um don't like ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the skin color stuff. So I have a big problem with that. Um, we come in all shades, all sizes. Mm-hmm. And when somebody says, oh, she's pretty because, she, and she's, oh, but she's really dark, but she's pretty. No, she's just pretty. Um, and we have a lot of times, we have, I see a lot of times where uh, dark skinned people don't like themselves because they're dark. You are absolutely beautiful. Please know this. I, I, I see it a lot. Mm. Um, for instance, I was in Vegas with my sister, and every time I think about this, it's like, wow. Sorry, y'all. My mom stays in Vegas. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm just joking. Um, we were in a gift shop. Well, before I go there, I'm just going to go off the topic just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But before I went in there, I punched Trump in the face. How? Okay. What? So we went. This is to- a fake one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, niggas are listening, like, excuse me. <laughs> what year was this? <laughs> to this year, damn it. I did it in March. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um,. What? We were going, <laughs> yes. It was it was a cardboard. Um, <laughs> it was one of them cardboard um, oh things. And I was like, oh, 
wait a minute. They don't have, they got a Trump cardboard cutout. I went over there and I punched him in his face. I hit him a couple times. Anyway, so we're walking over to the, um, (laughs) so we're walking over to um, the gift shop and it was a young lady that worked in there. Mm And she um, was helping us, you know, pick out our little stuff we were near, we were looking for or whatever. Mm. So um, my sister walks up to her, and I'm going to tell y'all something. She was very dark, but she was beautiful. But we say that, but that's not really what we should say. But I can tell she was uncomfortable in her skin is what I'm trying to say. When I say she was beautiful, we are so beautiful. We are beautiful people. She was really beautiful. And my sister said to her, you have the most beautiful skin. That girl had that nail bump on her face. (laughs) I mean, it was smooth as a baby's ass. Her face was beautiful. Skin was beautiful. Mm. And when my sister gave her a compliment, she put her head down. Oh, you ain't tell me this. Yep, she put her head down. And my sister told me that a lot of people on the West Coast, a lot of blacks on the West Coast, um, they don't feel empowered like we do on the East Coast. You know, we got the, we wearing the natural hair. Mm. You know, we are, we're accepting our big butts, big mm. lips, whatever. We, we love each other. Mm. We love ourselves. But she said a lot of the, um, Black girls on the West Coast, some of them, mm-hmm. they really have an issue with their skin color. They want to be white. They want to, you know, and she could tell that this girl was one of those. It's a, it's a different culture when you get, you know, to Nevada and California and stuff. Like, there's a, I, I mean, I know from just traveling over there, it's a completely different lifestyle. Like, it's just different. Like, even from... DC to going to Maryland. It's I mean going to Maryland. DC going to Miami. It's a completely different lifestyle. So I can understand why she said that. It's it, I'm kind of confused me, but I'm like, no, it's it's a different part of the world. Yeah, and you she know? just said she looked at her and she, I mean she didn't Dorian was like she said, "You no, you are beautiful. Mm. Hold your head up. Mm. Hold your head up. You are beautiful." She couldn't hold her head up. Mm. She wouldn't I hold her head up. Yeah, and I'm like Probably as a child, she was never told that. Because even as black people, we tell dark-skinned children that they're ugly. Mm. So now that I'm older... Some black people do that. And we and that's horrible to do that. It's not good to do that, especially in our own culture. We got enough from tell, from other cultures telling us that we're not good enough mm. or whatever. So um, it just it really hurt me to see... Her not being proud of who she is, I told my sister. I said she need to be on the on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. We'll show. We know how to show her how to. We'll show her how she need to be. But anyway, um, I'm proud of who I am. Um, my life could have been a little better, mm-hmm. but some of that has something to do with things, the choices that I've made in life. Mm-hmm. I can't always blame it on others or whatever. Right. But um. I think as I've gotten older, I'm more proud of myself. I mean, I'm more proud of being black. I love my music. I love my people. I love my light-skinned friends, my dark-skinned friends, my brown-skinned friends. But the main thing is we can be proud of ourselves, but not when, not to the point where you're 
down in someone else. Mm-hmm. So just because you're proud of yourself and proud of being black and wearing the um, Black Lives Matter shirts and stuff like that, there are white folks out here that sympathize with us. Mm-hmm. And I say that because on my job, I do deal with a lot of, uh, I see a lot of white people white. and I work around them. And um, yet, have I had someone call me a nigger before? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's probably the last time he called one because I call I cussed him out. Mm-hmm. But um, every time somebody's ever called me out of my name like that, I was in New Jersey, mm. not around here. And I had a customer. It's, that's funny. You in the north, not the south. <laughs> well, I had a customer. I think he was getting ready to call me one, mm. but that's because I told him no. It's something he wanted, and I told mm. him he wasn't getting it. He wasn't gonna do it. It's funny because it. Southern Maryland is like. So southern. It's like Alabama, Bull Connor South. Sometimes <laughs> it's horrible. But where, <laughs> but where, unfortunately, where I well, I don't know what experience you have, mm-hmm. but um, at the farmers market sometimes, especially and then not even just regular white people, but I mean on a whole nother subject, them Amish people, they don't they don't fuck with nobody though. But if you look at them, like I don't know. Well, yeah. I've had some I, bad experience with I, Amish people. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they can. I don't know what it is. I can't even put my finger on it. Um, my one, yeah, my one experience I can say of being called out of my name, um, huh, you were about six. Mm. And um, I wanted to tell this story so bad. <laughs> and I'm going to tell this story. You were standing at the in the um, line at Rita's, hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and me and my sisters was in the car, mm-hmm. and I said, "You stand in line, and then when you get closer up into the line, I'll come up there." Mm-hmm. And um, so this a white lady cut in front. No, it's a man. Okay, never mind. White man cuts oh. in front of my son, and I I opened the door and I said, uh, "Excuse me, sir." Mm-hmm. Um, you cut in front of the little boy right there. I didn't say little black boy or nothing like that. I ain't go there. I said, you cut in front of the little boy right there. So he turns around and commits to cussing me out. Uh, I can't remember all the words he used or whatever at the time because this was, you were six. And um, I said, why did he... Why is he taking me there? So I get out the car. Why is he taking me there? <laughs> I get out the car. See, these are these are the white folks that I can't deal with, that I that I'm gonna cuss your ass out. Mm-hmm. So um he said some things and then he as he was walking away, I know he spit out nigger or whatever, and he says, Suck my dick. I said, oh, he got the right one. <laughs> so I guess he thought I was going to bust out and crack us out. See, it was, oh, the, he, he, the white man hurt the black woman. Hell no. Nah. I said, yeah, bitch, I'll suck it, spit it in the street. I ain't worried about your ass. Yes, I did. I'll bite that bitch off and spit it in the street. What could he say after that? Ow. <laughs> what could he say? You I'm going to tell you something about me. I you can't say nothing that'll offend me. Mm-hmm. I'm not easily offended. So needless now y'all know where I get it from. <laughs> needless to say, um, he didn't get his ice cream. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I thought no. he got it. No, he didn't. Right. I cussed him out. And um, we were back and forth. Um, I'm mighty sure he spit it out some nigger shit. And I probably spit out, you fucking cracker, you know. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't feel good about talking to somebody like that. Because I, I have customers that come in that are white that I truly love them. But I got to realize there's bad people in all people. But when I talk to a white person at work. I have no problems in telling them, and they respect me for it. I am happy of who I am. Mm. Ain't letting nobody talk to me all crazy out their mouth. I'm mm. just not going to do it. You respect me for who I am. Am I? Um, I'm anti-Trump. Always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh. <laughs> wait, a not second. not to go off too far <laughs> off subject. So, Grandma listens to the podcast, and she heard the Trump episode about her <laughs> friend, and oh, um, okay. so. She didn't hear either, not to go too far off subject, when she said, um, oh, I guess your guest about to leave. And I, uh, oh, she didn't hear that? No, she didn't hear that either. So I told her yesterday when she was cooking dinner, and she was like, when the fuck she say that? <laughs> <laughs> she said, because I, I looked at her and I said, yeah, Sweet Coco heard, heard her say that. And I said, we must have been standing up to get some food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I guess she said that. And No, um, she was saying it as she was walking out, at a, a walking out, get ready to leave. She was about to walk out. Oh, okay. And I, I think we were getting up to eat. Yeah, but she because thought she, we were leaving. she thought we was leaving, and um, grandma said, "Oh shit! If she, if I, if I had heard that, I would let y'all have her, have her ass, or <laughs> something like that." <laughs> she said, "She, she the fucking guest. This is family." I said, "God damn it! Yeah, this is our house. This is house. Yeah, this is our house. Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> oh boy! But I downloaded that episode for her so she could listen to it. <laughs> she said, "I want to listen to your show. Put it on my phone." <laughs> oh, so um. Yes, that's what that means to be. I mean, we all should be proud of who we are, mm-hmm. but I always keep saying, be proud. Just don't bring nobody else down in the process. Mm-hmm. We already have a heart as black people. Mm-hmm. I always seem like we are, we're the underdog out of all. Um, I agree. Under under all um, the races, races we're the underdog. Yeah. I, I I I agree with that because um, I mean even just with our history. And um, I talk to grandma about this a lot, um, you know, building generational wealth. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like we, we had they, every other race in some way, shape or form has had such a head start. Yes. Um, we've always been last. Last. Yeah. I mean, just now it's so new to our culture to build generational wealth. And because um, I feel like Asians had that in the bag. Yes. I was getting ready they, to say that. Yeah. They got that in the bag with the education. They respect, and they respect their elders. Absolutely. Um, I mean. Yes. On we top. need to respect on, our elders. Absolutely. I ain't saying let some old woman cuss you out in the street. That's not what I mean. Because <laughs> that's not. You got I mean. it, ma'am. <laughs> I, I am a bitch nigga. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like that. No. Um, We treat our elders really bad. Mm-hmm. And. You know, for the most part, as as a black in a black culture, you know, we are family more a little more family oriented than mm-hmm. white folks. I've even had my coworkers say that. Agreed, but we still be we, we, we still, still get behind. shit wrong. We, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, when I say underdog, I don't mean it necessarily in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm saying, I guess, the way I look at it as an underdog, I always root for the underdog. Mm-hmm. So since. I'm considered an underdog. I'm always going to root for myself. I'm always root for my people. I love my people. 
um, I just don't like what we do to each other. And I'm I'm getting right there because you say underdog, and I think a lot of blacks may understand that we're the underdog, but why? But we still treat each other like crabs in a barrel. Yes, we do. And yes, we get stuck like that. And one thing I think I don't like, especially um, with black women, we have this, we have a tendency to be jealous of each other in mm-hmm. certain ways, and this something else I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I say mm-hmm. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. And when I say that, um, I have friends that, um, how can I put it, have been a little head of me, much head, further head of me. Okay. So one particular friend, um, she has always had a little bit, much more than me. Mm. But I've always been so proud of her and I've always looked up to her, even though I'm a year older than her. Mm -hmm. Um, But... as black people, we got to realize that you got to look at what it took for that person to get where they are. It's not easy being black. Mm-hmm. I get that. So we always got to work extra hard for what we want. Mm-hmm. It, you know, we just got to. So when I see my this particular friend, she has a beautiful home, mm-hmm. two beautiful children. Um, she's divorced by herself but she is successful beyond belief she got like many 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 degrees Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am so so proud of her and that's what we I'm telling you it feels good to be proud of somebody I know this sounds crazy especially to some of y'all young black Mm -hmm. people I mean it may sound crazy but it's almost fulfilling to see it is fulfilling to see what she has accomplished in her life. Mm-hmm. I've known her since the third grade, and this girl is awesome. And I always talk about her, always speak highly of her, and I'm so, so proud of you. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And My Delta auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of her, and I'll always be proud of her. When I grow up, I want to be like her. Mm-hmm. But we just, if we can feel that way about each other, you know how far we can get? Because mm-hmm. if I feel that way about her, maybe later on in life, maybe I decide, you know, I'm going to go out here and do something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. I won't. I'm fine the way I am. Yeah. But you can't be jealous of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to, um, it's kind of like knowing your black value and knowing the black value of others. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Be proud of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. And I, when I'm not being funny when I say or lying when I say I'm not a jealous person, I'm not. Mm. I never have been. Don't know what it feels yeah, like. I don't know what, I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> so um, we have a big issue in the black community about being jealous. You know, being jealous of someone holds you back. Mm-hmm. It does. It holds you back because you haven't taken the time to think about how they got to the point that they've got. I know yeah. what it took for her to get where she is. It's hard work. She studied. She got degrees. She's doing well for herself. I know what she took to get there. And then on top of that, black people forget you got to keep working hard to keep that shit. Exactly. You don't just get it and, and rest. And that's it. And she yeah. continues to keep getting these degrees and doing and making that money. She's about her coins all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> so... She's doing what it takes to get there, and she's raising them beautiful boys. Mm-hmm. And I know they're going to be successful just like she is, and I love her. <laughs> Hopefully she'll hear this. I think she will. <laughs> got to let her know about the show. <laughs> um, 
Wow, you kind of hit another um, part of uh, a little point of, of what I wanted to talk about on this was shining light on positive black achievements. And she is the epitome of that. That's us, her, all day. Um, and then I have other friend. I have one other particular friend that is in school now, mm. and I'm very proud of her. Um, I wanted to go back to school myself, but unfortunately, financially, I don't think mm. I can afford it. Um, but I'm not. And doing- then Merlin bullshitting. What the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the college. Okay, yeah. So everyone. So yeah, I think I said it on the last episode or so. But and then I just told my best friend about it, and I'm still wrong. So Maryland um, Community College. Well, it, in all the community colleges in the in state, Mar- of, in state of Maryland, uh-huh. um, the governor signed um, a bill that they will be free. But the catch is. But the gag is <laughs> Kiki Palmer. Boy. <laughs> oh yeah, you watch <laughs> Janet. <laughs> okay, the the catch is you um can only be out of school for two years. Okay, yeah. so that works for me because my daughter is still in high school, so that helps me. That yeah, for her. Yeah, for her. <laughs> but not for you. But not for me. And not for me either. <laughs> or sweet Coco, because we was looking and reading. Yeah, and I wanted to do it yeah, too. He's about to go back for a couple achievements. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately. Um, if you ain't out of if you're not straight out of high school and have been out of high school for two years, it doesn't apply to you. Mm-hmm. Um, or uh, probably even college. Like if you finish your associate somewhere and want to transfer, that probably will be free. All you do is pay for books. If you well, when she transfers, to... no, it's not going to be free when she transfers. Oh um, no, I meant coming to a, 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 a community college from maybe a, a university where you know well, it's you getting a little tight. Yeah, but you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't Shit. go backwards. No, you wouldn't do that. I mean, to stay in school and not miss a beat, but yeah, but see, when you go back, yes, kind of going backwards because then you would just be getting associates and not your bachelor's. You would no, get your I'm associates saying, first, and then your um, yeah. your, your associates first, and then your bachelor's. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I guess. I'm, yeah, so I'm it won't. It wouldn't. You wouldn't do it like that. Okay. But um, so for those who are still in high school listening to this, I don't know that you would be take advantage of the free college if you're living in the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the governor that signed off on that is a Republican. Mm-hmm. And um, Ooh, them niggas hate Trump right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so uh, you know what? I can honestly say, not getting off the subject, but I can honestly say I probably will vote for him again mm-hmm. because this affects me. Yeah, it affects me. Well, for my child, yeah, anyway. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Yes, for my child. Mm-hmm. So I probably will cross the line, and I will probably vote. Um, I am going to vote for him. Um, Switch parties for governors. You was yes, I would do that. Um, it's crazy as it sounds because I'm not a Republican, mm-hmm. but he's probably he's like a very liberal Republican. Mm-hmm. So that works for me. Yeah, it works for me. Um, anybody that's against Trump works for me. So he's <laughs> a Republican against Trump. So hey, come on to anybody, the dark side. Anybody that's against him. Yeah. Um, come on, black people. That's another thing. We can turn this around. Mm-hmm. We got to get out there and vote. It's very. It, you can be proud of being black, but bring your take your black ass to the polls <laughs> <laughs> because it is very, 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 very important that we go out and vote. Mm-hmm. And um, please do that because we got to turn this around. Yeah. We got to. It's getting really 
I think we will. Again, not to try to go off the subject, but in the news, you know, um, the Russians are so um, gung-ho about that uh, Trump and Putin meeting, and then the White House is quiet. Like, what the fuck did we just watch? I didn't see it. Um, oh, my I TV stay on it. CNN. I heard briefly about it. Uh, one of my customers came in today, and he was discussing it, and he was like, uh, I think I'm about to move out of the country. <laughs> and, um, you should have said that two years ago. Get I, your ass well, out. I said it myself. Yeah. Um, Even my aunt said it. And she still in Nevada head ass. <laughs> I'm about to leave. I'm about to get my class. Pack my shit and go. The educational system is way better over there anyway. Like, Goodbye. Oh, we were going to St. Martin. Oh man. <laughs> we were going to St. Martin. But um yeah. Um yeah, we just <laughs> We gotta, um, we gotta stick together. Yeah. We do gotta stick together. It's very important, and voting is one of them. Very important right now. Um, it is really life and death at this point. Damn near. Um, another point I wanted to say, just kind of even uh, segue from that, is um, surrounding yourself from with uh, like-minded black people. Yes. But also, even if you're surrounding yourself. With like-minded black people, find somebody who, um, you know, is maybe unsure, uneducated, who you can teach them something new. I love my friends who teach me something new. Oh yeah, I'm 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 here for it every day because I, I ain't. I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't know everything, but I know somebody who knows something. So. And if you can't find it out, you can always look it up. Yeah, or find always somebody who asks. Somebody, you can mm-hmm. ask somebody. I mean. I work for the public, mm-hmm. so um, I'm around people all the time, and I'm not going to lie, black and white people, they come in, and ne- technically where I work at, we're not supposed to talk about that kind of stuff, but since I work for a small place, okay. it's a small area, so <clears throat> yes, I can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not supposed to, but I do. If a, if somebody's talking to me about it, I'm not going to just ignore it. I'm just, I can't. It's not even in my blood. I, I have to talk about it. So, um, and it's the top of the subject. Trump is top of our subject, mm-hmm. um, especially for black people, but for quite a few white folks, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people just, and I, th- well, I think what bothers me a little bit, but don't bother me, is that the white folks that come in and talk about it, um, just assume that I didn't vote for Trump. I mean, they're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't. But, <laughs> I mean, they're right. But I, I just kind of giggle and laugh inside because you just never know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Um, but they just assume that I, mm-hmm. and of course, they're right. Um, I had I have quite a few jokesters that come in there and say some crazy stuff. But um, I think as black people, um, we're getting a little nervous but we know what to do to take care of that nervousness. You know, mm-hmm. we need to get out there and vote. I mean, I can't say that. I can't stress that enough. Um, hmm, it's serious. It's almost scary. Mm-hmm. And we got people calling the hops on us for n- stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And that scares me. When a woman can call a cop on an eight-year-old girl for selling water, mm-hmm. do y'all really realize that's almost like um, setting us up? Mm-hmm. We're getting set up. Yeah. And about I love the cops who call, who, who get the call and be like, "Yo, get the fuck off my phone." 
You said she's selling water? Well, let her sell the fucking water. It's hot outside. Get the fuck off my phone. Somebody out here dying of heat stroke because she, the little black girl, trying to save somebody, and you calling me telling me she's selling water. With no, with no permit. Well, fuck a permit. She ate. No, she don't have to have a permit. Kids sell lemonade stands. They don't have no damn White permit. kids do that shit all the time. Yeah, they don't have they no got permit. The, they got the, the, the white daddies who are craftsmen go build a fucking shed <laughs> and, put, and, paint, and paint with them because I don't know no black daddies out there doing that. Paint the fucking lemonade, spell it wrong and shit <laughs> with the little five cent sign Bang. for the for the white kids. Two dollars. <laughs> oh, these days I'm I'm talking about way back when then <laughs> $2. shit two dollars for some fucking lemonade, and but you get mad yeah, at a white that, a black girl uh, selling some water. But is it that's scary though? Mm-hmm. Um, we but you know what? This may sound crazy, but I thought about this too. The good thing about it is us black people now we know who's really racist. Oh yeah, that bitch wrote it for Trump. <laughs> yeah, we know. Now we know. It's good that they're doing this. They're setting their own self up really because okay. now we realize you checking your neighborhood. You know these people live in your neighborhoods. Now you know. That what- bitch that, that bitch lost her job. She was uh she was fucked up too. As uh she worked for what? Mar- I, I could be getting this wrong, listeners. Don't don't crucify me. But um she worked for some marijuana company and lost all her endorsements or something. Somebody hmm, maybe I need to get into that. <laughs> what? Take her job. Not her shit. <laughs> Somebody uh DM me or tell me what 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 it is. I done forgot. Um it's so many that is it's it's hard to keep up. All these p- fucking people are going viral. But I mean, that's in a good way, but in a bad way, because it's like good that yeah, we We're now we, we know who's who the closet races. Yeah. They're the these are the, now the the skeletons are coming out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Now we know who. Oh, we thought that white person was cool, but nah, all along it. they weren't cool. Mm-hmm. And then the bad part is, um, some of these white people get too much fifteen minutes of fame. That bitch was on the news. I know. I saw it in that. I movie. said, and bitch, I thought about that. I was like, I'm pissed. Now, you on the fucking the news? Get your sit your dumb ass down. And trying to cry, I ain't see no tears coming out of mm-hmm. eyes. Wasn't crying at all. I ain't see no tears coming out. Look like a baby when the baby just hungry, making that noise. Just ah, <laughs> but ain't no tears coming out. No. Oh my god! But yes, have you seen the new one? Um, oh god. The white guy, hands shaking, shaking like a I bitch, calling, talking about I don't trust this coupon that she gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I said you. Oh. oh my god! But you know what, black people, mm, don't be afraid. No, I ain't afraid of that shit. That's I'm definitely about to record that. your ass. No, because just pull out that phone mm-hmm. and somebody dumb like that. Yeah, I saw him. He was shaking like a leaf because he knew he was wrong. <laughs> he knew he was wrong. Because you hear the lady in the background. Yeah, my name is whatever her yeah, name yeah. was. And I'll wait until they the get here. Get here because it's some bullshit. And if I was a cop, I'd arrest his ass. Shaking like a cheap stripper. <laughs> bitch. Wait, Miss Shaking like a stripper to start on her first day. <laughs> <laughs> Nervous bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! Oh, we stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's getting bad out here. So yeah, it's getting really, really bad. But keep your head up, keep hope alive, yeah, and just keep it moving. You mm-hmm. just I, I don't I don't even know how to even explain that. It's just. You know what to do. Get up every day. Do your life like you've been doing. That's yeah. all you can do. Um, you can't be walking around 
looking over your shoulder all the time. You can't live your life like that. It's tiresome. It's very tiresome. And um, sometimes I look at some of this stuff on social media, and, yeah, I do cry. Mm -hmm. It hurts me to know that there are people out here that hate us only because we're black. Mm -hmm. Nothing else. We ain't done nothing. Ain't planning on doing nothing. We get up and go to work every day, live our lives. And I'm walking down the street, and you call the cops because I'm walking down the street. I mean, it's just getting so ridiculous. But this, I ain't seen that one on this block before. Where'd she come from? Yeah, um, there was a guy, somebody called the cops on a black man for strolling his baby down the street. How do you call the cops, and how do you explain that? Yeah. What do you um, say to the cops? There's a black guy walking a baby. Um, yeah, his baby. Is the baby in danger? Uh, no. Is the baby his? I think so. Well, you don't know. Then ain't nothing happening. I don't know any Amber Alerts. Uh, get off my line. I, I think they should. I don't know if they can, but I think they should start arresting these people. Some of them, I think they trying to like pre- they, they're pressing charges because it's a false. Um, you can make it a false call. False call. Yeah, yeah. and I mean like, <laughs> like I said with the with the girl, you somebody could be dying of heat stroke, but I'm talking about you because uh, I'm talking to you because you're saying that this black girl selling water trying to save lives. And I'll be so. like, wait, what? She's how old? Mm-hmm. Bitch, get off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah. And then you had a nerve to be crying like a baby. I, what did she say? She I w- felt attacked. Or something. No, that was no, a that different. What she said. That was the other one. That's from the the cookout. I felt attacked. She said, "Oh yeah, another that's one what? looking for a permit." Yeah, have a fucking yeah barbecue. barbecue. Yes. <laughs> oh my, my damn God. nerves. Oh no, she said. What did she say? Um, they didn't have a permit. Yeah. And she was loud, and I oh, couldn't she work. Said she was. She really didn't call. She was just making pretend. Oh bullshit! Them cops came out. Yeah, but you called. Yeah, Who does that? You, you stupid ass. The cops will release the fucking uh tapes. That's uh, you can get that um, that sound clip on YouTube and get that. You can look at that on YouTube. No, you can get them. I think off of Google, you can get the sound clips of uh nine one one calls. It's, it's, but it is getting it's getting bad. It's getting real bad. So just be proud of yourself. Don't wait and worry about what's mm-hmm. going on out here. Just live your life. Drink that little black girl's water in her face and laugh. <laughs> 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 and that white woman left face and just laugh at her. Oh Lord, thirsty but. for attention, ain't you? Go, go, go! Because <laughs> that's all that is. I feel like that shit is just you attention wanting for nothing. I don't. Do you know I even have some of my white customers coming in like, mm. I don't mean no harm. But what the hell's going on? And I was mm. like, What do you mean? What's wrong with us? That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> that they want to say that, but they don't say that. But they were like, mm. What the? Hell is going on out here. You know what's funny? They probably can't say it, but they they probably so ashamed of themselves and their cult and their people, and that that's sad. Is because they're doing such unreasonable things. Just crazy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. hot. Yeah, it's like you know because we're so separated by race in this world. They're definitely going to look at that white lady and be like, "Fuck." You really making us look bad. Yeah, you making us look bad. And I'm trying I'm crazy. trying to yeah. You're talking about stupid, stupid shit. shit. And it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But I guess that means everybody got it because I mean, just like them kids in DC hopped out that car and shot that little girl. They making us look bad. 
the white people they they got somebody make them look bad. Yeah, because it's it's, it's, all, everywhere. it's, all, it's, it's everywhere. It's bad. It's bad in all people, and we yeah, fail to realize people. that. We always quick to pick out what others do. Man, the same thing that white man did. That black man over there did the same thing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you get I mean, charged two different ways. Oh well, yeah, we ain't gonna another go subject, <laughs> another, another subject, another day. He did the same damn crime, but mm-hmm. he get 20 years. He got five. Shit, five. He got pr- pr- uh, well, probation. Probation. <laughs> and an ankle monitor for three weeks. Yeah, well, shit. shit, three days, yeah. <laughs> three hours. Oh no, three minutes. Take it off. It's done. Shit. Oh lord, but it's just yeah, it's. Yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. That that part is bad because we do get more time for the same crime, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's funny. How do you justify that? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to understand how they mm-hmm. justify that. Why do we get more time to do the same crime? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's it's strictly skin color. It, it's it's just well, I know that, but it's just it's, it's it, that means you're not following the law. You're not following the law. Depends on the state. You ain't following the law because there's no reason for one person. Nah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're I, yeah, that was stupid of me. <laughs> you should be following the law now. If this person and this person did the exact same crime and the black man got more time, then you're not following the law. Yeah. But they do find what they find ways around it. Yeah, yeah. So anybody that knows anything about criminal law and stuff like that and why. Give me a, I want to know if you know. Yeah. Uh, send us an email, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> at DearSociety, uh, S-O-C-I-3-T-Y. I haven't tagged that all two hours. <laughs> um, let us know because we definitely, you know, we talk back and we love to keep the conversation going. So, yeah, definitely let us know. Because yeah, that's interesting. If you have an answer to that, and if you have one, it better be a damn good one. It's mm-hmm. the reason why two people can commit the same crime. Hey, in the same state mm-hmm. and get two different sentences. Shit, on the same street and get charged by the same judge. Down to that. Oh, or get two different judges and one judge see it one way and the other one see another way. Oh, shit, then that mean there ain't no law. Ain't no law. It's just how you feel. Oh, I woke up on the left side of the bed. <laughs> that nigga get 30 years. I woke up on the right. That white man get five. He fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but you, I, if you have, a, if anybody can explain that to mm-hmm. me. Or explain that. That would be not that. Please do. Hey, we love to learn. Hey, we. That's what this show is about. If we wrong on anything, let us know. Teach us, because like I said, we we love to learn. Yeah, yeah, we love to learn, Mm -hmm. and I want to know. Please, when you, if somebody. Contact you, email you. Oh yeah, I I read it on the show. Yeah, please yeah. let me know because that's that's crazy. Why are we getting two different sentences for the same crime for two? Because it was two different people, two different, mm-hmm. one black and one white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that was a really good two hours. <laughs> I think. Hold on, let me see here. Yeah, hour and a half. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um. Me and my mom, we we were literally talking four hours before we even started recording. So we got <laughs> way more in store for you, maybe on another episode in the near future. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Sweet Coco will be back Tuesday, probably by the time you guys hear this. Um, I'll drop her episode as soon as she gets back. I'll chop it up and make sure everything's good. Make sure you guys can hear it. And um, we'll be dropping both of those at the same time. Um, I am Mr. Artanoise. I am here with my mama again, Miss <laughs> Mama Artanoise. Bye bye.
Uh, don't forget to email us at dearsociety at gmail.com. That's S O C I 3 T Y. Um, hit us up on Instagram, uh, Dear Society, Twitter. We're going to try to start getting a little bit back into Twitter. It's really just not working. You guys don't tweet. Y'all don't follow us. Don't nobody tweet no more. It's old. <laughs> Only person <laughs> tweeting is Trump. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> right. If you tweeting, you not, you, something wrong with you. You still tweeting. Get over there. <laughs> my, my friends tweet though. <laughs> <laughs> it's played out. Don't nobody tweet no I more. guess, um. <laughs> But yeah, Let so me stop it. I don't even have a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, he ain't lied though. Trump is tweeting. Wake up. The only asshole tweeting, dumbass. At uh <laughs> two two sixty two in the morning. I mean all types of night and, and day. Um Yeah. Uh we're on Facebook, uh, but it's connected to our IG. So we we're really live on IG. Um and oh, before we get rid of the, get off off this episode, you add grandma on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I made her page yesterday. I made grandma's page. Yes, I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> follow, follow, follow. Yeah, I'm a follow. Family follow, y'all. I ain't gonna put her business out there because I told her. She said I don't want a whole bunch of stuff. I just want to see my family. And I said all right. So I, <laughs> I followed you, my sister. Oh no no no! I, I don't know her information. Uh, she mine. Might not be on Instagram. She ain't supposed to be on there. Y'all heard that? Um, that's another day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I follow myself. I follow Sweet Coco, and um, I think she found some friends from uh, not high school from her swimming class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, I can't wait to see how how her her picture's gonna be blurry as shit. <laughs> <laughs> she put the 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 phone up too close to her face. I know, <laughs> but I picked it, and then I picked that picture with them glasses from Vegas because that was like the only clear one in her whole library. And I was like, oh, okay, this will work. She said, oh, I like this picture. I said, I like it too. So I put that one up there. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'll let you guys later, and thank you for listening to this episode. We will be back next week. Peace, society. Peace, society.